0: dude i actually want to talk to you about uh the hellboy recent developments because if i think there was anyone that should be talking about it, it's you i know your love of hellboy i think joey's also a big hellboy fan as well as i'm I. i love the creatures but super excited about everything that was just like came out of nowhere like i really wish i really wish del Del toro would have gotten a third film just to wrap up his hellboy yeah because i would have loved to have seen that just to see what his full his full vision would have been but I it's been a long time since I've seen a Neil Marshall movie. Uh, love Dog Soldiers, yeah. Yeah. love Centurion. Um, he makes uh, descent; it's fucking great. And it's been a long time. I know he does a lot of like Game of Thrones episodes now, and he's usually yeah. like a guest star. And like I think he might have done a Stranger Things. Um, yeah. So he's doing a lot of TV, you know, which is yeah, which is which is good. He's probably getting some cash that he needs to make something. And I'm glad yeah. that like in in his hands with a budget, a Hellboy oh, movie God. could be awesome, especially with. I'm like you. I don't think it needs to be R-rated. I think yeah. a PG-13 Hellboy is totally doable with creature yeah. effects. But I mean, if yeah. they can get that R rating, I mean, I, I'm up for the if blood and the, if, the yeah, gore. If it's
1: leaning more into like like some violence and stuff like that, you know, like I'm not a I'm not I'm not a, a, a promoting violence in in the real world, but in movies and a Hellboy movie especially. Like if it's if it somehow takes on a, a raw, or more brutal form, I don't know what that's going to be. But if you know, depending on what their R-rated the rating is based on I'm sure it's probably going to be things that are more macaw uh, with a lot darker mm-hmm. themes probably a lot more adult situation kind of things which, which would be cool I'm totally down I'm totally down it's like it's kind of like you know it seems like that being their lead-in is probably you know because a, a, an effect from Deadpool and Logan and the success of those kind of things and I'm sure mm-hmm. in their pitch that's probably what gave them a lot of leverage is just being like you know we couldn't you know Hellboy wasn't done right because we really couldn't lean into it the way we wanted to because yeah. it wasn't an R rating and then they're, but they're like Deadpool and Logan and they're like you know what these guys have a point <laughs> yeah. yeah so so that you know I don't have a beef with that it'd be interesting to see how they do that I mean i doubt it's going to be just for like swearing and some titties or anything so more than likely it's going to be violence and probably more like occult kind yeah. of material which actually yeah i'm into that definitely um one thing like i feel for ron perlman and guillermo del toro because i don't it's not that i, I think I, I put a post up the other day um and it's not that i disagree with like guillermo del toro's way that he made the films i just think like there were certain elements that if if these elements were in his films, I would have loved them so much more. Yeah. You know, and that was like maybe more attention to like the folklore or more attention maybe to like the stories that were being told in the books rather than taking as many liberties as he did. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think anybody who's followed any of the Hellboy films knows that, you know, Mike Mignola, when those films were getting made initially was kind of, he took a backseat. He's just like, Oh, you're the movie people. Like you do your thing. And and will fucking you know and i'll just sit back i'm the comic book guy you know it seems like mm-hmm. you know he always seemed like a pretty modest guy you know like that you know movies aren't my thing or whatever however with this new news um he's credited as like a co-writer of the you story know, cool. at least for the film and i'm just like holy shit like this hellboy is probably my favorite comic book series ever um, yeah. aside from like the x-men or like you know the given ones batman or whatever but Hellboy is the, the one that like really i was just like the power of comics can be felt in storytelling yeah and mike mignola is a fantastic storyteller and not again not to diminish guillermo del toro but i i think that mike mignola is a better storyteller than guillermo del toro across the board
0: well yeah <laughs> and, I, you know I
1: mean, they do two different mediums you go ahead. yeah
0: Oh, I was just going to say, I think Del Toro more, like, when he gets to do what he wants, yeah. like, in, like, The Devil's Backbone, I think he's genius. Yeah. It's true. Um, that was a bold like statement. That. Let me take um, back half I, I, of that. <laughs> me I tear mean, tear half just, of that 20. I, I just think they're two different kind of writers. Like, sure, um, sure. I think Magnolia is, is uh, uh, straight into to the point. Like, the, anytime you read a Hellboy yeah. comic, it's not convoluted. There's not a lot of going on. It's usually Hellboy goes in, yeah. fucks up some shit, and step then you get a cool step. backstory yeah. of, like, the creature he's fighting. And then, you know, there's a little bit of, like, relationship with, like, Abe and, like, uh, shit, totally forgot the girl's name. Like, the characters that uh, surround the Hellboy series. What is her name? Fuck. <laughs> I actually put on Hellboy just off Netflix because I was like, yeah. oh, man, I kind of to watch Hellboy. Those but, movies have a special
1: um, place in my heart because without them, yeah. we would have never seen Hellboy,
0: period. I just think, like, one del toro got this property and wanted to make it i think Magnolia, because at that point he'd stop writing the comics yeah he would come see. in and like do a cover but he wouldn't really draw them anymore i think he was just done with hellboy for a while like he's just like i want to move on to other things i want to do this was fun i may you know like just here take the reins you know and yeah. you know i get that i mean if you like you've been doing this for so long it's just like god like You know how many hours he might have to spend on set just writing and just like being there. Maybe he just didn't want to put up with that. Just wanted to visit the set and be like, oh, cool. My creature's coming to life. This is awesome. You know, like he just wanted to be a fanboy. It's like, I can't imagine if I made anything and then like say like Del Toro was like, "Maddie, I want to make your comic (laughs) into a film. I'd be like, you do (laughs) what you do, Del Toro. I don't think I would say anything. Yeah. I mean, part of me would probably be like, um, that's wrong. Don't do that. But, you know, yeah. at the same time, the Thor, like, I, I feel like anytime I see an interview, he's so captivating and just so jolly. I just be like true. do what yeah. you want. You are such yeah. a nice man. That makes real fucked up. Yeah, news, but, exactly. Uh, and that
1: could be, you know, he probably charmed the pants off of Mike McNolla's say out of anything, you know, early yeah. on. Mike Mignola was like, you got it, man. You're totally your wing. And they're like, well, I'm just going to, I'm the comic book guy. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I, mean, you know, I
0: think, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. I think Hellboy's solid movie. The first one's solid. I hate all the like yeah. the side love story shit. But that's Del Toro. Yeah. You kind of ask for that. He loves a good yeah. love story, or even that's if it's not true. even that great of a one. He just loves yeah. having that like romance. He, I think the thing with Del Toro is he loves to put everything in his movie because I, I feel like he's kind of yeah. like me. I think a, a film should make you laugh, cry, and be a little terrified. You know, and I that's think like he tries kind of to bring a, that to every movie.
1: Yeah, that's a very. um I, I want to say like Italian kind of thing. If you watch any Italian movie, it's got to make you laugh got to make you cry it's got to make you think you know Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of romance of filmmaking is is also prevalent in like the mexican way -hmm. of storytelling too and i think and a lot of times like i wish like i love his spanish movies a lot more than or del toro i mean i love his spanish movies a lot more than some of his english movies because i think you know, part of me thinks he writes in Spanish sometimes. Maybe not, but maybe it's because he's writing in English. Like, I feel like there's some of, like, his sense of humor at times I've been like, I, don't, I love Guillermo del Toro, but I don't really think he's that funny. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. He doesn't make me laugh. But anyway, that's a minor gripe. Um, and and with this new stuff, you know, just, just the, the pure fact that Mike Magnola is having more of a say now this go-round. You know, it must th- those films must have made him feel some type of way or, you know, like maybe it's just a big fat check and they need his name to kind of like sell it to the fans or whatever. But I'm like, I'm obviously sold, um, yeah. you know, Neil Marshall directing. We haven't seen like you said, we haven't seen him do a film in a long time. I love Centurion. I love fucking Doomsday, The Descent, no, yeah. you know, Dog Soldiers. He's a solid fucking filmmaker. Who does that kind of grimy, gritty kind of Mm -hmm. look, you know what I mean? Like, I can already see his Hellboy vision just by hearing his name, you know? Yeah. And makes me most excited outside of those two things is the the casting or potential casting of David Harbour from Stranger Things. Yes. Because I just see this guy's face, and then I look at the comic, and I look at his face, and I look at the comic, and I'm like, this guy is my Hellboy. Like I can see it in his face already. He's kind of like he just I just and he's so good as the cop and Stranger Things and other mm-hmm. things that we've seen in him, just like that straight across American kind of Joe. Mm-hmm. And I loved Ron Perlman's turn, don't get me wrong. And I feel for the guy. He's kinda of hurting on Twitter right now about <laughs> it, about this whole thing. Poor guy. But you know, I love the guy, but I also feel like he leaned into it a little too hard sometimes. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that was him and Guillermo del Toro. And totally, act, totally appropriate for the time, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, or whatever. Um, but we're in 2017 now, boy, and we have another crack at this. And my ultimate hope is that they—it's a—it's a sweeping, you know, sweeping, simple yet epic, magical, dark, folklory, mythological film that's like. You know, I hate to say something like this, but the only thing that comes to mind is, like, I want the fucking Dark Knight Hellboy movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Isn't that what everyone wants for their favorite, yeah, you know, for like favorite a, comic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the only way you can say it. But, you know, like, what you're saying about Mike Magnola being, like, really straightforward, like, I kind of want that straightforward approach. I don't I don't want so much as the the bold stylistic approach. Like, I still want the style and stuff like that. But, you know, like, we, we have the Guillermo del Toro films. I really – I could, like, Neil Marshall – if it was like, you know, if it was like Mick G or somebody like signing on for Hellboy movie, I'm like, oh, these are going to be like what's the you have the fucking great Guillermo movies. Why are you going to do a Mick G movie? But yeah. Neil Marshall is a whole different story. And I'm just like, oh, shit, that's not bad. That's actually yeah. like crazy enough to work. And then the dude David Harbour, like I just can see his attitude and everything just, you know, I hope they do it. I hope they take a, a different approach to the way that they do the makeup. Mm-hmm. Um The one cool thing about the comics is that those illustrations are very simple Mm -hmm. so it leaves a lot to interpretation and i loved guillermo del toro's design like the spirally designs and stuff all over the skin and like the indented lines and stuff like that all great stuff really great stuff but um i'm very excited to see what a new effects crew and makeup crew can do uh with the new version, with this new look, like it's just it's exciting to me because I'm like, oh shit, we might actually get Hellboy movies that are like, well, you know, like again, the Guillermo del Toro Hellboy movies are are not bad. I like both of them. I like the f- the just the part I hate the most is the little date part and that stupid goofy shit. But yeah. otherwise, super solid. I like the second one. A lot of really great production value. But with this new one, I just see the potential of being like something just a little bit closer to to the to the comic books like Abe Sapien especially like I really love Doug Jones Abe Sapien mm-hmm. um, but Abe Sapien did a whole hell of a lot more in the comics than he was able to do in the movies and so like I really yeah. hope that they explore him and and some of the side characters uh, a bit more um, in in a way that's probably more familiar to the comics hell yeah yeah
0: I, I'm really hoping like as much as I'm not a fan of like cg-ing a lot of things and i mean that's i love del toro because he loves the practical and that's why i love watching his movies because it's very little cg if he does do it it's for enhancements not it's a good mix of of things yeah Yeah. but i'm really hoping we get like hoof feet like the small legs for hellboy
1: oh Oh, i didn't even think about that
0: um i'm i'm really hoping they like do some like green screen on that to like like you said i'd much rather see the hellboy i know from the comics or as close as they can possibly get because i know that's probably hard I mean, I don't know. I mean, you do crazy things with film today, so I'm sure they could yeah, shoot a whole movie like that.
1: I mean, imagine, hey. like, you know, they did it with James McAvoy in the fucking um, the Narnia Chronicles of Narnia films, Yeah the first one anyway. They had him, you know, he had those little hoof feet, like, give That's me right. the hoof feet on Hellboy, motherfucker. Like, that would be so tight.
0: But, yeah, I'd oh. like to see that. I mean, part of me would be okay with, like, a motion capture Hellboy, like, if it looks good. Sure. Like, I, um, I,
1: Yeah, you know what? Honestly, that you say that, I could totally, That that seems most likely um which you know like that's a that's a process that's going places man i'm really i'm not i'm not as much as i've like for the longest time have hated on cg and would rather practical effects and practical makeup and stuff like that you know they've gone leaps and bounds into that and in motion capture so that seems probably more likely than anything they probably save a lot of money doing that for sure So yeah in, in, I, I, interesting point
0: yeah i'm very interested to see what they do with this hellboy and like you said i think no marshall's such a great choice Having already jumped into like the the darkness of like the descent and dog soldiers. I mean, this dude yeah. was meant to make a darker Hellboy for sure. Like, you know. yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just, it's I'm just excited to see now. what his I'm vision like, will be.
1: Yeah. And the thing that's so great about it all is that, you know, the last couple of years, all we were hearing is there's never going to be another Hellboy movie, period. That's Mm -hmm. all we heard for, like, the last few years. And then all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, they're like, oh, they're going to make a new Hellboy movie. Like, what the fuck is going on in Hollywood? They must be, like, out of money or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then to hear hear who's involved with everything, it's just like, oh, shit, this is like, you know, what it seems like probably happened is they knew, you know, the cult following from the first films is there. And, you know, Del Toro, Die Hard's like, how could you not? Again, he's a lovable teddy bear. Like, how could you not love the guy? And Ron Perlman, you know, like, everybody loves these guys. But it seems like kind of uh, maybe a little bit of clandestine activity in order to get, you know, like, you know, uh, the dude uh, Jeffrey Tambor put up a a tweet about, you know, Mike Mignola and his loyalties to Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman and Doug Jones, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, like he had a pretty heavy hand in those films, even though he wasn't directly involved with the story. As far as I know, Um, he was still consulted for artwork and he was still, you know, he was still tight with those guys. So. Jeffrey Tambor kind of called out Mike Mignola, um about his loyalties. And he's like, nice of you to fucking turn your back on these guys or whatever, you know, and it turned into this kind of like pretty messy little Ooh. Twitter thing. Um, but, you know, like Jeffrey Tambor, he's old school, you know, stick by the people you fucking stick by. But so it seems like there may have been some clandestine activity where it's like the license was freed up somehow, or maybe the company that still has the license is just this or whatever, or whatever, or maybe, Maybe it was Mike Mignola who was just like, you know, there's probably a better way these films could get made, or maybe it was Neil Marshall who was like, you know, check out this vision for a Hellboy movie, and
0: I just really feel like me and Neil Marshall would be good friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder how it all went down. I'm, you know, um, I don't know. Hollywood's a strange place, man, and you know, yeah. I don't know. I feel like. To bring back Ron Perlman this far out of the game and like Del Toro, yeah. like it might not make sense. Like It would have been rough. It would have been Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull rough. Yeah. I mean In terms of age, was... you know, in terms yeah, of like yeah. <laughs> well, I mean I, I think it would be cool if um Perlman showed up as like a minor like demon or something. Like a, Oh yeah. Just as like, I don't know, just somehow to put him or in. Like it. a throwback like, or whatever. Yeah. yeah that's just what, like that's what a little cameo or something. Yeah
1: that's what Jeffrey Tambor was kind of like hinting at. Like, you know, it's like, it's like more power to you, do what you're going to do, but like, you know, at least, at least pay credit to the people that, that got you there. You know, that was his whole argument. Yeah. And so, you know, it's an interesting state of affairs. I'm like, I'm ecstatic about the news, you know, and I feel for the other guys that were involved in the first films, but you know, my, my excitement kind of like trumps that because I love how so much. And, you know, no matter whose feelings get hurt, If we get a fucking, you know, if we get like a really great, fantastic Dark Knight of Hellboy films, I will be, I could die happy. That would be awesome. That would be (laughs) ultimate for me. Steeped in just like folklore and mythological like references and stuff like, you Mm -hmm. know, like American Gods is kind of doing that on the TV show, which I really love. Love the book. I love how they're doing it so far. Um, but you know, like American Gods is pretty fucking R rated. You know what I mean? And maybe like oh, yeah. Hellboy wants to dance in those waters a little bit, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, man. I was just when they announced, I was like, "What is this going to be? An animated movie? Like, what is this?" And then like right, showed the yeah. guy. Then they cast the Stranger Things detective or sheriff, and I was like, "Fuck, man! They're like live action in this shit." Like, I mean, I, I'm in. I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe Mike McNolly had a chance not to be a part of it, and then he's like, right. "Maybe I want to be a part of it this time." you yeah. know just to yeah. get my to finally see a vision come true maybe he has an all new story because it's called like hellboy and the something something right like the um, blood queen or something
1: the blood queen yeah, yeah. i'm into so, that shit hell yeah so i'm wondering <laughs> if it's
0: just like a story he wants to tell you know, that, it needs you know? it
1: needs it needs like those leviathan lovecraftian serpents and it needs to it, wolves and and li, uh, lilies sprouting from blood droplets you know like this really metaphorical kind of visual stuff you know uh, also dancing within this like kind of like covert operative kind of things, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like now that they've, there's like the, now that we know that we, there's a really high potential of us getting more Hellboy movies. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just like, it's just like it kind of reopened the box. You know, there's so much potential here because we're so many years out from the first two, which is cool. You know I mean? It's like, it's a stretch on. It's like when Nolan got the Batman movies from uh, Schumacher and, uh, and tim burton you know what i mean it's just a, a changing of 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 the guard it's like a changing of eras and stuff like that so you know it's unfortunate that the same team couldn't come back and do the other thing because i would have totally watched and loved a third hellboy movie and i'm sure it would have been great um yeah. however we're in a we're we're in a place where it can be like kind of a fresh start and um with mike mcnoll on board i hope it's i hope it's i hope it's about i hope the entire venture is about Telling the stories the way that the comic books have have told them in a lot of ways, just just with a lot more details and depth, you know, for, in, in my opinion. Um, so, I, hopefully, those details and those, that depth from the comics will be in this new movie or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I'm. Uh, that was some fucking fucking hot news that day, baby.
0: Dude, out of fucking nowhere. Like yeah. I never. I was just like, well, Hellboy's done. We'll never see another one of those. And then it's like. <laughs> well shit
1: <laughs> here you go yeah i know it's just like oh that's sad like that's too bad because i'm always like i like those movies but then i'm like they could have been so much better and every time somebody anytime somebody knocks on del toro's hellboy movies i'm like oh i like them but you know you should read the comics if anything so like hopefully people will just know after this next film hopefully they'll just be like oh i love that shit it got me into those comics you know i'm like that would be perfect mm-hmm. i'm the best storytelling ever and you know it, it, it it skirts the line with this like really interesting anti-hero, you know, and it plays into our own Catholic Christian mythology here in the States. Not, not that I'm Catholic or Christian, but you know what I mean? The overall, yeah. um, but it also plays in, in old Gaelic tribal things, you know, they del Toro's, my biggest gripe is like del Toro didn't like dance, maybe he did, but maybe not enough in like the mythologies that str- are strung together in the comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he did some of that with like Samael and some of the charms and some of the other things, but it seems like a lot of what went into those Hellboy films was like, you know, like the golden army was his own personal inventiveness, which I appreciate. But then at the same time, I was like, there's probably some fucking crazy monsters you could get out of some folklore. And another thing is playing up the horror aspect of Hellboy. Hmm which would be huge and that's another reason why Neil Marshall is such a good choice because like if there, if we can get legitimate not jump out scares in this film like just legitimate creepy shit with creatures and shadow light and shadow atmosphere if you can get some really creepy shit in here Lovecraftian stuff oh, then we'll be fucking really cooking with fire
0: yeah fuck I love Hellboy yeah <laughs> Dude, I was just like, honestly, I was just like, fucking, like, what? Where is this? I don't know, man. I just was like, every once in a while, the movie where the Hollywood surprises you with choices and things, like, right out the gate, like, director and possible star. I was just like, fuck, man. Like, ugh, like who's having these conversations and not letting me in on them? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, I, I don't feel like this is right. You should have let me know. You should have prepared me for this news, not just dropped all this bombshell on me. You know, I needed to, I needed to build up to this yeah exactly but, um, It was just like
1: whoa what hey what This is gonna be another hellboy movie
0: yeah i just That's yeah I'm, I'm super psyched i'm super psyched to see what comes of it i love to see some artwork just yeah. uh oh yeah you know. totally but you know uh and just like the whole like any kind of controversy around it it's like man this shit happens all the time in hollywood yeah. I, but this is the first time i've heard like a director and then an actor cast that i'm like okay yeah
1: yeah All right. Like yeah exactly <laughs> okay. especially just like straight from left field like that and then like again like david harbour i'm just like you don't even think about it until it's right in front of your face and then you're just like oh shit like yeah that dude's hellboy like let's go let's go on an adventure <laughs> so yeah.
0: ready you know i could just already see it i'm like i'm getting giddy i honestly thought if we got hellboy again it would be like a netflix like animated series or like a show yeah. like a, you yeah know, more have the like- animation yeah or even just like a live action show like uh that like netflix or hulu or you know one of those other channels would just kind of be like yeah sure we'll do a hellboy show that sounds cool we need our stranger things or yeah you know we need something that's like comic booky but like no one's really doing with this dark element to it um but i never thought it'd be another like major motion picture kind of event you know i thought it would be a smaller screen kind of Right. If we ever got Hellboy again. So that's exciting yeah, for that. Or he
1: shows up in some kind of like crossover weirdness or something like that. They're t- testing the waters to see if he, you know, like, I don't know.
0: I always thought it would be cool. I was really hoping that the Hellboy movies would take o- would do really well. And there might be like a BPRD uh, show and oh, get like yeah. an Abe Sapien fronted thing. And then like Hellboy would be the big events movies. Oh, that and would be then awesome. you could have the cast go from the television show yeah. to the film. Um, yeah. Because one no of, one's no one's yet to do that. Like really, you know? yeah, yeah. So one of my
1: favorite characters from the comics is the Roger the Homunculus. Yeah. And uh, you know, you you there's in the background of the second one that he's kind of floating around out of focus in like a glass case or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just a really fantastic character. The The comic Conquer Worm is a, really, is a really good reference for some of his antics. Like, he's just like a, he's kind of like this big, adorable puppy that, like, does what you need him to because he's your golem. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just like, he's just, you know, there's a small part of him that's, like, trying to come to terms with existence, you know, and he's just <laughs> so simple-minded. Such a good character. Um, you know, so I hope, I hope, I hope at least they set up some of that or, you know, like, Again, like if I can get some really solid Abe Sapien action, oh, dude. Um, not not that it wasn't again in the Del Toro films, but I need more of that, um, especially to see a new Abe Sapien design and to see him go more more actively into missions. It seems like he they kind of in Del Toro's he kind of took a backseat as just like this scientific like voice of reason. Um, in the comics, he was like a hands-on in the field operative, you know, and they fucking mm-hmm. went on missions and they and they you know they took care of business and so like i am definitely hoping for a lot because it could easily be fucking james bond with demons you know like oh yeah I, you know i don't see anything wrong with that
0: <laughs> uh, i always loved the abe sapien design even del toro's yeah. design the thing that always bugged yeah. me is they had to wear that fucking device because yeah. the thing i loved about abe was he could breathe right. air or breathe water yeah and- he
1: was kind of yeah you didn't really even know why but he just like you know they kept it simple which i which i love too um that being said the uh, doug jones abe Sapien design. It's probably one of the, just the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I remember yeah. I bought the action figures. I wish I still had them. I'm so stupid. I think I gave them away my NECA Hellboy figures, great oh, yeah. figures, but I had the Abe Sapien. And I remember just like holding that hunk of plastic in my hand and just being like, this is just like, just the design of it is just like, this is such a fantastic thing to look at. Like, it's just such a beautiful, strange alien thing i remember and seeing that on screen in del toro's versions was really a joy for me um, yeah. abe's probably my favorite character out of the whole series uh oh yeah so I, he's definitely my hot damn like, man yeah
0: I, I mean i hope he's in it but i'd also be fine if it was just straight up hellboy on yeah. an adventure if i can make one like casting
1: early. if i can make one casting suggestion i would say um use mark ruffalo for uh trevor broom or brutenholm or whatever yeah the, the the fatherly scientist who took uh, hellboy under his wing yeah <laughs> i just want to see i just want to see mark ruffalo in some old man makeup or something um <laughs> either either him or um, i can't seem to think who john hurt did a really good job of that character yeah you know, R. What, what little bit yeah oh, r.i.p what little bit um we were able to see in the first film but i don't know why but mark ruffalo just kind of jumps into my mind um liz is the girl's name so i'm just like now i'm going to be chomping at the bit for like who they're going to cast for who and already david harbour such a good cast i don't know i'm I'm excited well i really like that he's
0: yeah i really like that they're taking this like because i mean david harbour is a huge actor i mean he's huge because of stranger things but like before that he wasn't you know so i like that i hope they keep the cast kind of like maybe these like indie darlings or something you know yeah. Um, just like people you've seen do a lot of stuff, like yeah. I wouldn't mind like Lou Taylor uh, Pucci doing a uh, Abe Sapien or something. Because um, he's a, he was in the um, he was a lot of indie stuff. He was in uh, the Evil Dead remake. He was the dude with glasses and long hair. Okay, okay, but it's super skinny. Just like I, yeah. I think it'd be kind of fun to maybe have a younger Abe or something yeah Um, that'd be cool just kind of yeah i mean i don't know like kind of mess around like i think mark ruffalo done up with some like grayish hair but a younger so we can maybe get more professor bloom set it set
1: it in like the set it in like the 50s or something or maybe like no set it in like the 60s or something like that you know and like i don't know there's a lot you could do there's a lot you could do or maybe keep it more contemporary um but but, yeah, you just have, like... It's going to be so cool to see who they start casting for for whatever else, because, you know, hopefully, like, the fan base that exists now, you know, or Hellboy fans like myself are, are really excited and chomping at the bit for every news tidbit and, like, kind of feeling, you know, I'm sure the companies that made the post or re- put out the releases for this news were, like, you know, they're gauging the social media response and stuff like that to know how to market it and stuff like that. So my hope is that, like, it's excited a lot more people than it's disappointed.
0: Yeah. I've just, I, I, I'm interested to see what the casting is going to be like, who's going to be who. And then that'll also bring up like, what story are they going, like, are they going to throw in other, any other stories? Is this an all new original thing from Mike? that They just like wanted yeah. to get out there and maybe someone read a script that he wrote for a comic and they're like, you know what? Maybe we want to reboot Hellboy. This, this script's good, you know? And yeah, you know, I, I don't know, man. I just, That news just coming out with like everything else that's coming out, just like I don't know, man. It just took me by. (laughs) I'm not shocked very much by like Hollywood. I kind of know what's coming most of the time, and I just kind of signed off Hellboy. I was like, we won't see Hellboy again. That's fine. At least there's the comic world, and I'll always have Hellboy comics till you know I can't read anymore or I'm gone. You know, so that's nice. That's I'll always have that. And then for this to come out, I was just like, fuck. I know Stefan's excited. I know joey's probably yeah. excited you know yeah, um, totally so. like. i'm
1: excited to hear his uh what he thinks about it too for sure
0: yeah i'm I'm interested to see what like i mean I, I feel like so far the direction is good and i can't imagine you know honestly i wouldn't mind seeing doug jones come back and playing abe sapien again
1: <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> if they wanted yeah. to do that yeah. but he <laughs> yeah. might he he might have like some Definitely. strong feelings about the as long as they don't this. do some dumb shit and cast like channing, channing
0: tatum or something Oh no, I don't think that. I mean, <laughs> no, I feel like this. Yeah, I feel like this movie is going to be pretty small budget compared to like Del Toro's. I was thinking film.
1: about that today again. Like, not to personally knock Channing Tatum, but I was thinking about like, he's still contracted to play Gambit, and I'm just like, fuck that shit. Like, you yeah. can't. There's like probably a million other great actors who can pull off that Caged of thing than Channing Tatum just because he's you know he's bankable or whatever. But yeah, uh, he
0: doesn't even have longer hair. I yeah. mean yeah I, mean, I, I don't it. know probably
1: I mean, could. to me he's like a little too baby faced a little too pouty to be like you know this like I like the rugged handsomeness of Gambit that's in the comics you know what I mean like the, it's it's all about his charm you know what I mean and like his con man status or whatever and I just feel like Channing Tatum's just gonna be like selfie face the whole movie <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, I so. feel like he's also I think his stature is a little too big I'd like for him to maybe lose some pounds be a little sure, more, sure, yeah, yeah. Be a little he's, more uh, roguish and, uh, by comparison. you know. And
1: I can't think of who would be a good gambit, but I guarantee there's probably five other actors out there who'd be a fantastic gambit.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's probably people who don't even look that rugged, but like give them some longer hair and make it a little greasy would really be perfect. Bring the
1: character to life or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think of anyone that I would like. I think um... I kind of like the guy who was. um... Fuck, what's his name? Boyd Holbrook from uh, Logan. Yeah, he'd be. Dope. I think he, he'd be really I think good. Damn because uh, oh, I awesome. liked his like I liked his like country accent he was doing in yeah. uh, Logan. But I mean, I, for me, I kind of want a little bit of a Cajun accent. I don't think it has to be full on
1: because yeah. it's gonna be
0: hard to fucking understand. <laughs> like you're yeah. gonna need subtitles in this fucking movie. Yeah. but I need I, I that inflection. Reading,
1: yeah, I was reading some of Mutant Genesis the, uh, a little while back, and it was always like a mix of um, like this english french kind of like you say something in english and finishes a sentence in french or something like yeah i feel like you could pull it off with some goodness it's really it would really just be the accent you know and the, and the ease that that accent came out of somebody because like just looking at channing tatum i'm just like he's a good actor i'll give him that but like i don't know if he's really got it in him to pull that accent off i feel like it would slip up and it would be apparent
0: yeah i mean i don't know like i <laughs> It's one of those cases where, like, I'd love if they just dropped a Gambit movie on me, but I almost want like him to show up in something beforehand and then yeah. give me a Gambit movie just to set up. Because yeah. I don't know. I feel like yeah. you can make her like. We'll I feel it. like he needs to show up in the next X Men movie or something, and that would be a yeah. good way to yeah. Like, because we don't and have think, we don't have Wolverine anymore. So like, yeah. until they recast him or whatever, so give us Gambit. Like, there hasn't been a good Gambit yet. That's true. You know, yeah, there's only Could one. be
1: an easy step in. You know what I mean for that roguish kind of anti-hero type of character you could really lend
0: a lot of um because you could start him off as a yeah. villain for the first part of the movie and then he's like oh totally, fuck yeah. i need to help Identical. you guys hunting out you know. of beef or whatever yeah yeah but well, yeah, i don't know but, man
1: um in other <laughs> x-men news let's just run down a couple little news tidbits that hit this week cool. um in other x-men news this was out, announced today the new mutants film film that's slated for i think next summer uh, cast wolf's bane and magic the characters wolf's bane and yeah. magic um and Maisie williams as wolf's bane which i think is going to be a fucking awesome casting i hope they, yes i hope her design looks just as cool as that casting is because i think it's like spot on um not only that but the girl from split anya taylor joy the kind of main character from Split, split who was also in the witch yeah um, she's been cast as magic and after the witch, I'm like,
0: this is fucking dope. Someone's <laughs> getting typecast. Uh, Just, I mean, why not yeah, maybe, ride maybe the train, so, you know, like ride the train, riding, man.
1: riding the chain of these tortured kind of like <laughs> mystic kind of characters or what have you. Um, but I love that girl. She's great. She was my favorite part of split easily. Well, McAvoy oh. is probably my favorite part, but she was really great.
0: I mean, um, she's and, a great up and coming actress, man. Yeah, like, I uh, love she, the witch. Yeah, I mean, her fate, like, just her whole look, like, just commands. Like, when she's on screen, it's just like, that's all you're looking at. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, her, I, I loved her performance in Split. I thought it was great. You know, I, I could have used a little more of her and less of the other two girls, but, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought she was great in The Witch. I, I think that movie's fucking a great horror film. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says, because I know there are haters out there because of the time period and the way things are done and blah, blah, blah. But whatever, I think it's a great horror film. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm glad that, you know, her and uh, Game of Thrones girl are, you know, getting into the Marvel universe. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a good move for them as young actors. Like yeah. why not being, and I'm excited for new mutants. Right. I don't know that much about them, but it'll be fun to maybe see something that kind of like guardians where people don't know a lot about these characters yeah. and the director of this film yeah. will get a little more free reign with, some aspects of it where it's not like yeah. a big marvel property like you know like i feel like when you get x-men or something like they're reigned in more you yeah. know like whoever owns the rights to it and stuff so and i feel like yeah. with with the way guardians has gone and like deadpool and all this other stuff that's happening i feel like marvel's like they used to keep like a tight string around everything and they're loosening it man and they're like let these directors do what they got to do
1: Maybe so, yeah. And I mean, this is also these are being handled by Fox more than anything. Yeah. Um. So the input from Marvel is probably limited. Hopefully, it's it's enough so that they're starting to to form some cohesion around the X Men universe, which mm-hmm. it still seems like they're kind of like struggling to what what they want to do with it. But especially after the end of um, Logan, you know, that kind of put to bed the old X Men films. So not only one calling the new film New Mutants. Um, introducing a whole new cast of mutants that's set kind of in that same mythology, um, I think is a really smart move on Fox's part. Um, yeah. It, you know, that also gives them a lot of room to take liberties with the thing. But I hope they keep things like recognizable, fairly simple. This is the team that has Cannonball, Boomer, Magic, Sunspot. Um, you know, these were like side characters in the X Men universe, the younger characters. But it's it's cool because we don't have to re tell the story of cyclops gene wolverine storm Professor x and stuff anymore um as much as i would love to see those those characters in better movies and like more movies um mm-hmm. it's cool not only did, like these casting choices i'm like oh this is good like you know they you know like in Maisie, somebody like Maisie williams who's on game of thrones she probably has a fair amount of like influence in terms of like uh her status with game of thrones and how, you know, she, she's probably getting paid pretty big bucks for being, uh, Aria Stark. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. the biggest show on television right now, probably. Um, so to have her sign on and be confident about it, hopefully it's confident, not just the money thing, but you know, hopefully they're confident in wanting to do a project and jumping onto a comic book franchise and the other girl, how great she is Anya Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, I'm, I'm excited for the, for, for new mutants, And I think, this is going to be cool. I hope the designs are good. Um, for those of you who don't know magic Anya Taylor joy's character is the sister of Colossus who's featured in the Deadpool film. So hopefully also there's, there's a fair amount of uh, uh, cohesion with these different films and how totally. they, how they'll ultimately like connect, you know, cause I kind of feel like that's just the formula now. That's just the way it goes. And mm-hmm. if you're going to do anything comic book, oriented you can't just do like an adaptation anymore of like a single comic property if it connects to other other properties you kind of have to consider those other properties or else you're going to run into the the pitfalls of like having to get rid of some of your canon or having to reboot things i think in terms of films franchises that are based on comic book series tv series video games or whatever at this point because of the mcu have to consider the the big picture as opposed to just the small stories that they want to tell so really interesting time
0: i would really like to see them set it after um logan that maybe we get like laura absolutely x23 at the end of it or something yeah i hope i think it'd be a good way to introduce her yeah
1: i hope that that's the pivot point that they use to where they're like all right you know like you know, like, the, you know, the idea of recasting Wolverine is something, I guess. But then it's just a reboot. It's just a rehash. And they'll probably have to retell some of that story. Who knows? But it would be a smart move, I think, if they use this as the pivot point to just be like, this is the next, you know, this is where the X-Men universe is, go- is going, Yeah. you know. And, and now is the time for these side characters. We've, we've been, you know, for better or worse, we've gotten our Wolverine stories. We've gotten our Phoenix stories. We've gotten our Professor X stories. You know, mm-hmm. how much more can we dance on them if it's not going to be more reminiscent to the comics that we all know and love? Yeah. Um, then just moving forward with, with, the story with new mutants with new characters, I think that would be a smart move on Fox's part.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited that's, to that's, see that's, yeah, the rest of the casting for this film. That's some interesting shite. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is going on this motherfucking week? Mm-hmm. A lot of kinda of interesting stuff. A lot of not really interesting stuff. Um, what are you what are you feeling about Alien Covenant now that there's been reviews? I haven't read anything, so I'm staying away from it. I'm just gonna go watch it. Um
0: Um I mean feel about the anticipation factor. Oh of, yeah, uh, I did want to talk to you something. about like your comment that you wrote. Um, I'm, oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally I'm totally in agreeance in everything you said, by the way. But I do feel yeah. like one of the misgivings of Prometheus, like besides like script plot holes and just dumb fucking horror devices that you know a better a better direct like really Scott's a great director I think he gets Uh great performances out of people I think he visually can command a screen I think Prometheus looks beautiful the score is great um the creature the creatures that are in it I enjoy the creature design for the most part um I just think, like, the, just all those characters fall flat. I don't care literally about anyone in that movie. Maybe, maybe the David robot is the only person, like, that is interesting right, in it at right. all. Um, like, Elizabeth Shaw is okay, but it's, like, it's not as good as Ripley. And I'm not saying I need her to be Ripley because they're two different characters. But, you know, one of my things was, it's like, you showed us the coolest creature in your movie at the very end, and then there's nothing. And I feel like that should have been a halfway point, and then there should have been, like, you know, a cool creature battle or more engineers battling this, like, little alien that could have grown to something bigger, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I feel like that was a really missed opportunity, and I understand he didn't want to make Alien again, but I was like, you know, Alien is a movie about space truckers fighting one monster. Like, you can easily have stuff be reminiscent of that, but also change it. I mean, you have people who make thousands of millions of dollars writing scripts like no one could have come up with a better idea so i think like alien covenant will be in a better like i think it'll be a great horror creature feature but i i'm also very worried i i I think michael fassbender's character will obviously because from what i know david and then walter are also in it so it's gonna be interesting to see those two different fassbenders like interact with one another so that'll be cool to see and i feel like most of the people are going to be like I don't, we're not going to have a Ripley. I assume the new girl will probably live through this film. Um, I'm kind of hoping Danny McBride makes it through too. Um, Me too. <laughs> um, but um, totally. it'll be interesting to see. I think there's enough interesting people in the cast um, to maybe yeah. you know push this forward. And from what I've read about some of the reviews I've read that like to watch this then go back and watch Prometheus makes Prometheus a little more bearable <laughs> to watch. Yeah. Um, so I feel like he has an idea. I think it's just going to take three films or four. To finally, like, once it's all said and done, we're going to be like, oh, okay. I get, like, I don't get some of the dumb decisions people made, but I kind of get, like, the story he wanted to tell. But I do think, like, him taking the advice of, like, the fans and, like, giving us. Like, I didn't need a xenomorph in this necessarily. I just think, like, the Alien franchise is based off seeing monsters. It's a monster movie. So, therefore, you have to have some kind of monster in it. And, like, yeah, yeah, Prometheus did, but like, that wasn't the main pro, like that wasn't your main protagonist like the thing that you're trying to survive it was more like just like greedy businessmen who are old and like shitty and like you know right. i don't know like trying to i just prometheus could have been a much better movie um i think the yeah, engineers just being could, yeah being inherently evil and just wanting to kill the human race was just like come on man like let's have a conversation like let's have this intellectual conversation with another being that created us that to me is more interesting than them just automatically wanting to fight and kill us like, now, if the conversation went south and they decided that humans are fucked up, that's cool. I can deal with yeah, that. Yeah. But there's no conversation had. It's just, like, their the idea. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I feel like having the engineers talk with the humans and maybe more engineers, like, being like, oh, we fucked up this planet and there's a being on here and we need to get rid of all this this contamination goo and shit that's like yeah. happening you know i feel yeah. like that would have been a more interesting story and then right. if there was a divide between the engineers and like or some humans sided with the engineers and others did not and there's like slight like battle i don't know i feel like i've made a better movie just talking about it yeah. out loud but um yeah <laughs> I, i'm happy for i'm happy for alien Co- I, i'm really excited for it but it's like a reserved yeah. excitement just yeah. because I'm, I'm happy to see the xenomorph again some of the the newest like little tv spot is a a facehugger spot and the way it fucking moves dude is so cool it's like is just it? bouncing off the walls moving I so saw fast a picture of it, yeah yeah and um okay you know I, I i think a lot of i i think graphically it's going to look great like we're going to see the xenomorph more of like move like we've never seen it before yeah and i'm very excited about a lot of this because i think anything that the alien franchise has lacked is like having the ability of like the cg of today like alien versus predator was like close to it but it's like those still were like a limited budget and those like early 2000s movies you know like this is like 2017 we're gonna get to see like xenomorphs do cool shit we're gonna get to see this new creature the neomorph which i'm super excited about to see like its genesis and like how it plays into the because they are kind of pale skin so i'm wondering if that's from an engineer or right exactly yeah So... so it's
1: like this this ancient intelligent race mixing with the whatever genetic mutation that happens with these morphs of any type so it'll be cool to see like it, one, it would be cool to see them go into the backstory of the Xenomorph more mm-hmm. because it seemed like Prometheus wanted to do that, but then it ultimately ended up creating a new creature. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I was, like, I was like, wait, where are you going? That's where it really frustrated me. And, like, you know, there's a lot of things I do like about Prometheus, but it's just when it comes down to it, it's, like, characters and story. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please, just give me characters and story. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, it, you know, even after my post that I put up, basically stating like if you know because like Ridley Scott had said something like basically like we didn't show the monster enough and it's just his old guy rationale he's like we didn't show the monster enough so we just got to show the monster more and it'll be a better movie and I'm just like not exactly however after having posted that and then like hearing you talk about it and stuff like that I'm like yeah just put more of the monster and if that's you know if that'll make the movie like scarier or, or you know what I mean or more engaging then maybe that is the right ticket you know um, mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do hope that there are some really good characters. I hope that they spend more time, you know, rather than setting them up because you know there's going to be all kinds of fucking bloody murder in this film. No, oh, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I I hope it's characters that I care about. I hope it's a conflicted kind of enjoyment with what the xenomorph or the neomorphs are doing. Um, I'm not sure how many there'll be, but uh, yeah. But you know, I hope it's a good balance of those things, and I have really not. Been voluntarily like reading any of the reviews or anything like that. I'm like, all right, well, that's one thing, but we'll see when I get in there and watch it. So, you know, if anything, I think a lot of what I've read in just the little headlines or the little blurbs has been like it's it's kind of like a callback to the original Alien film. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's going to be really interesting to say because it seems like it's really people are on the fence about it, and you never really know, even when the reviews come out early. You never really know how like the public is going to respond to it this could yeah. be like the biggest fucking alien movie ever mm-hmm. you know it could have a little bit of everything aliens alien and alien three maybe like it could have just a little bit of everything that you know maybe it's just that fine syrupy reduction that that ridley scott has been able to produce because of the criticisms of all the other films that he's either been produced produced or like directed so I'm 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 really excited about it again like kind of what you're saying like a reserved excitement you're probably a 10 times more excited than I am um, but you know hearing that earlier at first I was like oh that's your excuse Ridley Sky just more monster or I, you know like let's just throw filmmaking out the window and just throw you know whatever however yeah um, I, I, I can I can take a little bit of back step from some of the comments I made in the post and just be like you know what I'm I'm excited for it to come out it's going to be a really fine looking sci-fi film if it's if it's got at least you know 10 to 15 percent more character and story than prometheus had i think i'll be pretty happy and think it'll be a pretty cool movie um and it looks fantastic it just looks great so
0: yeah I, yeah i'm ex- like yeah i'm excited i'm also nervous because yeah. i mean i i don't want alien again and i don't want aliens i have those but, movies yeah. i don't need them yeah. again we um, need
1: that third film that stands up next to those and we were hoping it was going to be prometheus you know what i mean yeah like, we were able to like as much as I have like you know resurrection is, is 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 got a got a sweet spot in my heart even Alien Three you know like oh, I, dude, I enjoyed those movies love memories, both of you them know? <laughs> yeah exactly but but I think as fans of those films um, we're willing to disavow those because we want that third pillar film that stands up next to the first two.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that because I, I, from what I've read Ridley's already like the script's almost done for the next Alien movie and like they're filming it next year so it'll be out in yeah. 2019 yeah, um, yeah. so I, I'm super excited that he's like kind of like you know towards it I mean you know he's getting older he's not going to be around True. you know forever and I'm glad that if he had anything he wanted to do with the Alien franchise that he never got to do because he wanted to do other things you know I'm glad he's getting it out you know because I mean so, no, will we get no camps Alien probably maybe it'll be after Ridley's gone you know i can wait i can wait for that or you know uh or just take it in a different direction i was saying i was watching prometheus though and then i watched alien 3 and the alien 3 director's cut is a much better film than than the theatrical release but i never watched it i really have to yeah dude it's great like there's like there's one scene they like just the uh, my favorite part is the way the alien comes about in the director's cut yeah they found like this dead bull on the beach and they bring it in and there's an alien inside it. Like the guy holds up the oh, face sucker, and he's like, what's this thing? And yeah. they're like, come on, we're going to lunch or whatever. And he's like, just drops it. Yeah. And it comes out of this pool and they do this really cool, it's not, I think it's just a stop motion animation of a wow. little alien, like dog looking creature come out of the yeah. pool and then just run that across the, photo the screen. you posted earlier? Yeah. It's one of my yeah, favorite shots that. of Okay, that's cool. that David Fincher movie. And, and that's, so, that's not
1: in the original cut?
0: No, because it comes out of a dog. And do you that's remember right, the scene? Right. Yeah, you remember the scene where the guy's like cleaning the fan. Right, and He like looks right. down that pipe, and the dog's like whining.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the alien comes out of that original in the theatrical right. cut. Right. Um, okay. But then there's another character played by Paul McGann, who was like a a, a doctor who a doctor at some point. Yeah. Um, but he plays this crazy dude that like sees the alien and sees his friends getting killed, and has this like a, re- a, a religious epiphany that this is some kind of like mystical dragon creature and his whole turn in that entire movie which is totally lost he's just a crazy guy and the theatrical cut is i mean is he's like this religious fanatic who thinks the alien's talking to him because they catch the alien halfway through the movie and then he lets it out okay and it's just like i like that i didn't know that at all yeah, it's, like, all these little things that make this, like, sh- like this theatrical shitty kind of movie that has, like, yeah. you know, some cool moments in it, and, you know, like, the CG at the time is kind of shitty, but, like, still did some cool stuff, like, limited, you know, in it for the time. Um, it makes it so much better, man. It just gives so much more depth to it. Um, yeah. Uh, there is a scene, too, that was cut that the audio is lost when you watch the director's cut that's, like, you just have to read subtitles during it. Yeah. But it's a cool scene. It gives more character development. It's, like, stuff that, like, you want as a in a film um you know do i think it's a worthy successor to aliens no but i do think it's a fun film like some of these films that just come out that are in your franchises i just chalk them up to like one shots it's like yeah Yeah. it features your character but it's like getting a one-shot comic you know it's like that was a cool story but that's kind of all i need of it you know
1: but i was thinking like after watching
0: alien 3 yeah Go um, ahead.
1: sorry i was gonna say uh, to be honest i i hope like some of the more the bigger con like mcu because we know that kevin feige has said stuff about like the next phase four of the marvel universe is going to be a little bit less like massive as the avengers films and stuff have been um it'd mm-hmm. be cool if they took more of that like kind of one shot uh idea and and placed them to movies like just put these heroes that we're already familiar with in these the smaller stories that you know we could see them do yeah. their thing and yeah but anyway go ahead go ahead what you think
0: I just after watching Alien 3 I was like man I want to see Sigourney in one more Alien film before yeah, totally. before her time is oh, like she can't just do that please. stuff anymore um, I don't know how I want that done but you know I don't know if Ridley Scott needs to do it or you know um, Blomkamp but- so yeah, so, like yeah, I would love to, see, I would love to see that alien movie, and he's gonna have to do it soon because people are just getting older. But yeah. you know, I, if anyone can figure it out, I think it's Blomkamp. I mean, there yeah. are some talented fucking writers out there. They're probably just itching to make a fucking cool ass alien movie, like a worthy successor to Aliens. You know, even if it yeah. is set super in the future. And I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't even mind if it's a clone of Ripley. You know, I thought that like yeah. that Joss Whedon Alien Resurrection. Like, I think visually it. Does some weird stuff, but you know I've never read the original script or what like Joss yeah. Whedon really wanted. True, but the version we got by the director of Amelie, like it's a fun movie, man. It's like and yeah. it has Joss Whedon written all over it. It's like a ragtag team of people. It's yeah, like Firefly I really like with aliens yeah. <laughs> and I, much darker I characters. It, you know,
1: and that 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 scene when the fucking human xenomorph hybrid or whatever, yeah, alien in it that when it's being sucked out of the ship, like it was like it was a strange kind of disturbing for me when i saw it as a child and i was like this is just so i don't know how to feel about this but i remember really enjoying the film and that being like you know because it was a part of her Mm -hmm. they set up that whole thing like it was like a part of her like a child of hers and she's seeing it being like eviscerated it's being sucked out of this spaceship i was like that's some heavy shit man like this is
0: I like that I mean, movie quite a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, when you look at like the the history of Ripley, you have her losing her actual daughter because she's been in cryo sleep when they find her an alien. So she's been, her daughter has become an old woman yeah. and died, yeah, lived sure. an entire life without her mother. Yeah. Then she finds Newt, who becomes her yeah. like surrogate daughter, who dies yeah. in Alien Three in the yeah. in the spaceship crash, yeah. Um, or yeah, I think she, she drowns does. actually. So it's an intense death; she drowns. Yeah. So her third child is this abomination, which, you know, I I still feel like even an abomination, you probably still feel a little bit for gets sucked out of an airlock. Like most alien movies, most things get sucked out of an into space. It's the best way to kill an alien. Right. It's just like Um, the the
1: way that it gets sucked out is so like grotesque and just disturbing. And but it's like it's lasting and you know that film for whatever it is it's kind of like a one shot like you're saying it's just a strange thing that happened in the alien universe and it's like
0: i mean when when you put those alien films up next to say the avp movies like they're 10 times better films they're made by like very competent directors you know even first time films or just someone trying to get money to make a film they wanted to make you know but like they put their all into it you know you know, I I have a special place in my heart for the AVP films even though they are pretty trashy. Sure, I've been, for the most I've been part, meaning but... to
1: revisit those. I I saw Requiem kind of recent actually and it's just like it's a solid B horror schlock movie, you know. It doesn't Oh come, yeah. it sure. pales in comparison to any of the others, but you know, it's an enjoyable film that happens to have a a decent looking predator in it and then oh, yeah. um the was there two movies before that or just one before Requiem AVP? Just one. Just yeah, AVP. Just one. And I remember having, like, such a huge problem with it, but I think that's one of those that I need to go back and kind of, like, let go of some of those old criticisms and enjoy it for what it is. Because I do remember they did a lot of cool stuff with, like, Lance Henriksen and then the pyramids underground and everything. And so I'm just like, maybe there's some stuff in there that might appeal to me as much, uh, you know, because I was college. I was, like, super mad opinionated, like, fuck that shit it's bullshit. It ain't there will be blood or something, (laughs) you know, like, yeah. I, don't know, I watched but, it recently yeah. it's pretty bad
0: but is there's it? some cool yeah. stuff in it yeah.
1: <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson you know like take it all I away. do
0: I, I the, the coolest thing in that movie is watching the alien queen move and I know a lot of people was like oh yeah, it looks like a t-rex I, I hate it was I was cool. like "But the alien queen is fucking huge dude like how is she supposed to move like she's not yeah. gonna move like a like a little one of her drones, like one of her little alien drones who are all sleeking in the shadows. Yeah. She's too big for that shit. Um, I like that part. That last half of that movie like made it for me, just seeing the queen be able to yeah. run and chase something. Yeah. Um. But um. It, you know, it I, also
1: la- it also lacks in kind of like a main hero. You know, like what made Predator so, and Predator and Aliens for that matter. Like it didn't have that like that tentpole hero that you can kind of like tag along with you know it seems like yeah did it i mean i forget who the main character um it was the,
0: the what's her name god damn it but latham i think is how you say her name uh-huh oh um, i remember she that was, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah she was like the and they followed like one of the um, early comics one of the uh, alien versus predator comics like not the yeah. actual story but yeah like there was a girl i think she was asian in it and she does team up with a predator and he puts the mark on her. And then like, right, yeah, she helps him like defeat the aliens. And then he takes her with her on her ship and she goes on adventures with like predators yeah. and fights some of them in like the ring and stuff to like get that more honor. Sick. And like, and you know, it's like, I almost want to see that movie alien, Planet <laughs> yeah. not on earth. Just alien. like, you yeah. know, um, but, like, just, like, because I think in that in that comic, the first Alien vs. Predator, they're, like, ranchers on this weird alien planet. Like, they have these weird rhino creatures that they, like, get milk from or something weird like that. I haven't read that comic in fucking years. But, like, then the aliens, like, are underground and, like, they get, like, something happens. They get excavated and then, you know, facehuggers yeah. happen and all that bullshit. And yeah. then the Predators come to, like, kind of wipe the planet out and they also, then a bunch of them get killed and they get in over their heads so like and so most of the humans are gone at this point so they have to team up and take out the remaining aliens i mean this is a great story man you guys should have just made this but
1: that's what i'm saying
0: you know um but yeah i i don't know i mean i'm excited for alien covenant i think it's going to be fun i think it's going to be gruesome i think it's going to get back to the kind of horror of alien because i mean aliens is a great movie but it's an action film there's nothing really that's like there are some good like creepy jump moments for sure and like the fucking finale is fucking awesome you know but it's an action film and that's what you do when you have a sequel you and in a lot of
1: ways sorry in a lot of ways it's like that seminal action film that kind of like paved the way for a lot of sci-fi action films after it you know like cameron really fucking just like hit the nail right on the head with aliens and just created a whole new genre of sci-fi action that you know yeah i mean
0: (laughs) and 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 just like the alien franchise i think i like it too is because it's like one of the first like female pro like that's like your main character dude it's like a female being a badass you know like taking the charge and you know ripley is like forever like this kind of like sci-fi feminist hero which you know hell yeah you know there's not a lot of that i'm kind of excited for the new girl who seems to be the lead to be see what her turn in this movie will be and I think one yeah, thing that, sure. it, that disappointed me the most is that we're not gonna like we're gonna see what happens to Elizabeth Shaw I guess flashbacks or voice recordings or whatever yeah. and or David will tell us um, yeah but I'm interested I am just kind of upset I because really, I like yeah. that actress and I would have liked to have seen her in a more in a better alien movie Yeah. so if she's just I dead really, I'm gonna be I very re- upset
1: <laughs> right yeah I really liked that they had that like little small what was it It's just like a companion short film or whatever that showed yeah. her and their journey and what happened their journey after because i remember in prometheus like the very end of the film i'm like that's what i'm interested in yeah like let's follow those two in this fucking archaic ship flying around the universe trying to find i forget what they were trying to find like a place the, to live the engineer's
0: home world <laughs> the engineer's
1: home world yeah yeah and i was just like that's cool but it seems like you know with a lot of the the criticisms that happened after that film and the article that came out about Ridley Scott being like, you know, we fucked up with Prometheus or whatever. It seems like that's the, that, that particular small story arc is one of the things that's kind of taken a backseat or it's been re re reedited or reconstituted Mm -hmm. for alien covenant because we know that that ship has landed on this other new planet. That's earth. Like it seems like, and you know, like there's no creatures around and the, the, the fields of wheat that they find and all that stuff, the vegetation, and all that. Yeah. Um, so we know that there's like the connection now in hindsight that 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 has been established. But I was like, that was really interesting to me. I want to see this fucking super advanced asteroid and this badass scientist chick and this alien ship. They have no idea what it is. You know that could have been that could have been your fucking. You know I don't know. Like that could have been a great continuation of the alien films. But yeah, hopefully like what you're saying. Hopefully they don't just like kind of like gloss over it. Like hopefully there's more to those characters in after the fact to latch on to then, then, then just like, kind of like, you know, that's just part, that's just something that happened because then yeah, Elizabeth Shaw is just part of this like crappy movie. That's like a misstep in the alien franchise. And it's like, Oh, that's like, it's yeah. already painful
0: enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I know we're going to get David in this one from like a Fassbender interview. Um, yeah. But um, so that'll be interesting. Cause she does yeah. fix him in the little, uh, yeah the, in that little t- the yeah. two minute short or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but it's I just hope, like, man, yeah. I almost wanted to watch that. I wanted to watch, like, a 10-minute short of that stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, or know? even that would be fantastic, you know, just kind of like a prologue to the film or something. That would be really cool. Yeah, And, you know, I, 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 I really would, like...
0: I would, yeah. Go ahead. I really like a lot of the, like, that little short and then the Last Supper short. I really like kind of the mythology they're yeah. setting us up for yeah. in this new film. Um, yeah. So I think it's good because yeah, more... more go ahead
1: Uh, across the board across the board like more of that for films like you know it would be really great if a lot of these end credit cutscenes that we get um you know if we could have something similar to that before films come out instead of so many like when we get like teasers for trailers and shit like that like fuck that like make a little short film with these characters and like give us more of that like give us just a little you know like keyhole view into these universes that we love because that would be, you know, I would be perfectly satisfied with just like a 10-minute short film about Elizabeth Shaw and David, you know, just like a little bit more and like leading up to the film. I love that aspect of the marketing for this film definitely.
0: Yeah. I'm, and I and the, the thing that keeps on sticking with me is though is like James Franco's in this movie. Yeah. And we've only seen him in The Last Supper yeah and i feel like that's like i don't know what that secret is and people like oh he's just going to be asleep and i was like why would you put james you could put anybody in this movie and not have to pay james franco the money james franco makes (laughs) now yeah you know like so why is this a choice like i mean you obviously want this actor for a reason especially since
1: danny mcbride's involved too and you know how close those guys are within their realm of actors i mean i don't know that that might be just a coincidence but it's kind of cool to see that generation of guys you know the seth rogan evan goldberg you know the, the this is the end kind of group of guys mm-hmm. you know working together in these kind of capacities now you know like danny mcbride and james frankel have graduated to fucking ridley scott alien level at this point dude and, it blows you know, my the mind other guys are doing <laughs> that, it's it's pretty cool it's really cool because we you know you and i we grew up with these actors you know in a lot of ways mm-hmm. like there there are there are there are out of high school college years kind of guys. Like we were kind of that same age as these dudes. You know, we are, I think we are pretty close to the age of these guys. And, yeah. you know, those are like our guys, you know, they're like, we may as well have gone to school with them. You know, we may as well have been, you know, they may as well have been part of our group of friends. You know, that's what it kind of feels like. I was like, those are our dudes. Like that's our generation in yeah. these, you know, in these new movies amidst new faces and old faces alike. You know, it's like anytime I see those guys, uh, pop up in a movie i'm excited and it's it's really cool because it's like a left field thing that it's like a sci-fi film but like a huge franchise yeah.
0: I, yeah I was i was watching danny mcbride talk about just like being in the film he's like yeah i thought i'd have like a couple lines and then i'd be like see ya <laughs> <You> yeah <know? laughs> and he's like there's a lot more yeah. to me than then yeah uh, it seems like he's even though we've only
1: seen glimpses of him at, thus far like the the spotlight that's been put on him i guess uh, in in what we've seen so far it seems like he has like a a bit more of uh he seems like to be pretty Lynchpin kind of character
0: hopefully yeah you know, i right? mean from I, that like, i love that dude <laughs> yeah i mean to from the scene where they the xenomorph is on that like ship he's flying or whatever yeah it seems like it might be pretty like i don't know if it's the end but you know it, it seems like a kind of ending finale or right something act, m- yeah so it's going to yeah. be interesting to, I, I'm interested for him, Franco, like just that whole cast is very interesting. And, um, I like the idea of these like couples going out on a ship, trying to like make it on a new world, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I'm I'm just excited for it. I'm excited for like a darker film, something I know that there's going to be lots of blood. This is like hard R alien film. So I'm excited for that. I'm glad it's yeah. not like a PG 13. I mean, even True. Prometheus was R. So, Um, but I'm excited just to get back to the darkness of alien. And I feel like there's a lot of good shadowy scenes and just like, it looks like a lot of stuff happens at night. Yeah. I'm
1: excited for that too. It seems like, you know, uh, you know, that kind of like dead space kind of, you know, like dead, you know, we wouldn't have a game like dead space if it wasn't for alien. Yeah. And I think one of the, one of the things that stood out in dead dead space is that it was a pretty, it was a pretty intense kind of like, jump scare kind of action or kind of video game mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but i guess what i'm getting at is this like it's it's you know even after the fact of something like that we're we're going back into the alien universe and 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 embracing kind of the horror element of this like high advanced technology sci-fi kind of franchise and stuff like that because yeah. um you know the further we get into our age of technology you know these things are still relevant you know like our fears are always going to be relevant no matter how advanced that we get so i hope i hope there's some of that being played around with you know the technology and then these just primal alien fucking creatures that are just unfathomably like dangerous
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i'm excited for it man like i'm you know i'm my hopes aren't too high for it, but from stuff I've seen, I know at least I'll get some They're good alien enough, monster probably, yeah. stuff. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm like, I'm with you though. I would love to see some good character yeah. development. I would love to see some of these characters move on in the franchise and at least lead yeah, us up to definitely. the first Alien film. You know, yeah. I mean, ultimately, if these you're people not gonna are probably use... going to meet their demise, so.
1: Yeah, because, like, if you're not going to use Ellen Ripley, like, give us a new Ellen Ripley, like, if that's, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what it's going to be, like, you know, I would, that, that was one thing that bugged me about Prometheus is, like, hardly anybody survived. And yeah. so it's just like, well, how do we move forward? And, like, they had the one character that did survive through all that struggle, Elizabeth Shaw, but then they kind of have to, like, erase everything that they wrote in order to accommodate you know, to the fan service and for mm-hmm. alien covenant to become whatever it's going to be ultimately. Um, so, yeah, that was like, you know, I just like, like, yeah, give us that, give us like somebody to, to hold their hand and like go through this journey with, Yeah. you know, and, and make that strong. If anything, make that character strong because otherwise you have to keep re, re, rehashing things in order to get us interested in this universe. And like, we're always going to show up for creatures in space yeah you know make it worth our while otherwise otherwise it's just kind of like yeah i was there it was terrifying and i don't want to talk about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i agree um, I, i'm hoping after but, covenant we yeah. get
0: whatever the next alien is like we get like yeah. uh the new lady god I I it's name. called baptism baptism in <laughs>
1: <laughs> baptism and fire or some shit <laughs> i don't know i kind of i do like kind of like the the catholic theme kind of shit that they're going with they're supposed to be uh from what little i have read there's kind of like they're dwelling on kind of like this more uh well i don't know exactly but covenant seems to be significant in in the kind of religious way in terms of this films so we'll see what that all entails uh, next week right
0: yeah, yeah. Next week, uh, I I do like that. All the like like Prometheus was the name of the ship, and the Covenant's the name of the ship. But these these titles yeah. mean more than just a ship title. Like they're, those Absolutely, ships are called something yeah. for a reason. And,
1: yeah, and that short film being called the Last Supper and stuff. Like I'm I'm yeah. all for you know. I'm like not the most religious person, but I do love mythology. I love the story of man. I love all this historical kind of shit you can get. In. So I I do hope they kind of like you yeah. know make use of that in a way that's profound or at least some depth you know
0: Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's the biggest thing i'm gonna be looking for in this is like um you know i want a little more what does it all mean (laughs) yeah i hope that from what i've read it seems like some questions are answered and it's definitely for the next film it'll make you want to see that next film um i was just going to comment on like the review the reviews i've read that aren't that great are from not from like horror sites or like people who are going to be digging the fuck out of this film yeah and then people who are like you know like who are more horror oriented films have really enjoyed it. They do say it has its flaws, but like for the most part, it's like, it's a fucking alien film, man. Like, yes. Cool. You That'll know, be and... great.
1: I'm like, yeah, I'm like, as much as I, you know, as much as I'm always jumping to shit on anybody who I disagree with, I'm like, I'm really hoping for like Ridley Scott and everybody involved that this is like a solid flick that we can stand behind as alien fans. And, you know, just it's like, get back get back into this this world because if anything like if it is just a rehash of old themes from alien and aliens and stuff like that like that's probably not that bad a deal you know and, yeah. and alien 3 and alien 3 was like super violent you know and super mm-hmm. dark so like mix the three up stir them up in a soup and like i'm really hoping that's what we get and i really hope for for all involved that it's a that's a it's a good enough film that you know hopefully it's a great film you know i would really love it if it was
0: you know i'm glad that like i mean (laughs) i feel like some people don't want any more alien movies or predator films but it's like i'm glad these like even if we get bad ones i'm glad they're not these characters aren't dead it's kind of like yeah you know we're getting a hellboy movie it's like i would hate for hellboy just to go the way of you know cult classic film like yeah yeah you know i'm not saying i need a hellboy film every year but you know give me like 10 year five six year 10 year gap and i'm (laughs) ready for another hellboy movie yeah you know yeah. um, I, and hopefully with you,
1: these franchises they start just thinking ahead more so without you know like writing themselves into corners where their stories don't allow for successive entries and stuff like that
0: yeah i mean i definitely think now like uh films that we loved back then there was no real thought of like what the next film would be it's just like you know alien dead well then it's like uh james cameron do you want to direct a sequel and it's like okay um then you yeah. have to make up this mythology that's kind of thought of i'm sure like when uh uh geiger de- designed the creature i'm sure he had his own mythology yeah. and then ridley and then dan O'Bannon made up their own mythology for this character yeah. you know and you know I- i'm glad that there's more thought going into this i feel like ridley probably has an idea and i think prometheus probably started something and it wasn't exactly what he wanted but you know I don't know. You know, you never know what studios are pulling behind the scenes. Do you think Ridley Scott would have all yeah. the pull in the world to do whatever the fuck he wanted? But Right. You know, there are deadlines and, Yeah, that's that need and, to and be I think that's and, what
1: pisses me off about him sometimes. I'm just like, "Come on, man. Like you have all the power in the world. Just let it happen." Yeah. But You know, maybe he's in the zone with with these next couple films and and I really hope so. You know, I really do but I yeah. also think that it was a smart move to get Dennis Villanueva on, on Blade Runner <laughs> oh, fuck, dude! That really <laughs> because if Ridley down. Scott was doing the Blade Runner sequel, I don't know. It might've been the same movie somewhat, but like that was like the smartest thing ever. And so- you know, if, and if only for him to work on his alien movies while that was going on, like, you know, it's there, they're both good things and it's really good. And I do hope alien covenant is, is a, is a, is a hit for Ridley Scott yeah
0: I mean I do too I mean I think I think it's cool that he's like wanting to explore this universe because he could have easily give yeah. this movie to like Dennis or anyone right. like Alien Covenant or right. the next Alien Co- like he could yeah. give this to anyone and focus on Blade Runner which honestly thought that was what he was going to do was just yeah, like balance it too and then, and then he's like he, he seems to have an idea for this like especially I guess once he heard what the fans wanted you know right. and I think the fans yeah. when Prometheus was coming out they were ready for just Ridley Scott to do whatever he wanted and then yeah. when you didn't necessarily like you know, I didn't necessarily need the xenomorph. I just think a movie that's based on creatures being in the movie, we need creatures. Yeah. You know, like if
1: it would yeah, if it was just a slight connection that would have made it I don't I don't know that it would have made it any better or whatever, but it seemed like you know, like Prometheus could have been the film, if anything, a sci fi film for Ridley Scott to have done that connect to his universe previous but also stood on its own. And, I think, you know, I feel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like with those few mistakes and like the lack of depth of character and stuff like that, like really just hindered the possibility of that being able to, you know, like a lot of people love Prometheus. A lot of people really like Prometheus and I've mm-hmm. I've seen a few bits of it uh, recently here and there. And like I like it's not a movie that I would want to like sit down and watch, uh, you know, if there's a bunch of other shit to watch, but it's like it looks pretty and it's interesting scenes in it for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I've oh, seen the film so, more than yeah. someone who doesn't like it should see it. But I'm just, I, it's one of those weird things yeah. that like I should love this movie, you know, because I love Alien so much. Yeah. I love Aliens. I like I yeah. love Alien Three. I love Alien Resurrection. It's like why don't I like Prometheus? It's something I go back and watch, and I know exactly why I don't like it. Yeah. But it's still yeah. part of that mythology that yeah. I need. You know, like yeah, I'm gonna it's, watch it's, all yeah, of them it's... again before Alien Covenant. Yeah. I'm going through them slowly. Um, yeah. but, um, and and
1: and maybe that's maybe that's you know coming back around to that article that post and everything you know maybe that's really like the crux of everything is it's like when it comes down to it prometheus was like slightly supposed to be an alien movie and then turned out to be like kind of more of an alien movie than it was supposed to be and then yeah you know now with covenant and like it's just like okay maybe what we all really want is we don't want to beat around the bush about it we just want alien movies yeah and and, well, and maybe that's you know coming down to like the the article and everything like maybe that's pretty much what they've settled on and like who could, you can't really argue with that i, I don't think
0: yeah I, I know when prometheus in his early beginnings was called paradise and the yeah. guy that wrote that ridley scott said it was too much like alien and he wanted to get away from that and i was like that's fine i mean i have alien cool yeah and then yeah. i think damon lindelof came in and did the pro like took that script and then had taken things from that and then made Prometheus, Tightened basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just don't like any Anytime that guy's attached to anything, I know the script's not going to be that good now. Because
1: Interesting. He's your, I, he's your David Goyer.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, basically. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he gets these cool franchises, and I think it's only because he can turn out scripts real fast. They don't make a lot of sense. You know, it's just enough to, you know, get a movie made. And I think stuff yeah. kind of, like, I don't know. I, I feel like most projects he's involved with or has his name on, and I know he was, like, part of the Lost crew. But I think it was just like, hey, we're going to give our friend a solid because he's not that great, but he's okay, and he has good ideas. But when he's, like, called in to, like, write a fucking alien movie, it's like, you probably should have just went the guy who made, like, it made it closer to the alien movie. Because, I mean, obviously, that's what we wanted. And you can throw in these themes and stuff of, like, the creators of us and stuff like that. That shit's cool. I love that shit. Like, I want to know more about the engineers. But but make it work, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. And I'm fine with something that looked like the creature at the end that comes out of the engineer. It's great. I love that final scene with his battle with that huge facehugger octopus thing. Great. Like, Lovecraftian yeah, shit all yeah. over the place. Love it. And it then the thing cool. that comes out of him, it's like, but that should have been like your third act, dude. They should have been running from this weird yeah. little black alien thing and like trying to yeah, kill it. Yeah,
1: you had a lot of ingredients for like a much tastier meal and it just was yeah. a mess. Yeah. Seemingly, yeah.
0: And. Um, I think that's ultimately its downfall. So, yeah, I think Rilla Scott is right in saying that I, we need creatures in our movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, and, and I knocked and, on that
1: before, but I think, yeah, maybe that's the ticket.
0: But I'm also in agreement with you that you need development. You need to find characters that you enjoy totally. watching. I mean, you know, I think everyone on the Nostromo crew, um, everyone in there is interesting actor you know yeah. i you never want to see john hurt get chest but the chestburster because you enjoy his character even though you don't even know him yeah. for that long so good um, yeah. and you know i think it's a lot of and I, I even think prometheus had a great cast like you're just elba charles yeah. theron, yeah. you know michael fastman like, like these are focused great on things. the wrong
1: areas yeah. you know a lot of the time
0: and it's like i i don't know a choice to make the one black character like kind of country sounding it's like the dude's british just make him fucking british yeah. you know it's like what's the point yeah. in that? like he can do something <laughs> yeah, like... yeah
1: and so he's you know he sacrificed himself and all but it was just like oh you had all those great characters Charlize theron could have been the new i don't know they had elizabeth shaw the thing is like there's a lot of characters too there's a lot of of people that could have taken been melded together and taken roles mm-hmm. as one but you know it's all in the past now so hopefully covenant is is uh, you know the hopefully the retread of some of these things that we've been talking about is it, it definitely enjoyable, seems like, at the very least yeah. enjoyable down to like set back some of my reservations about filmmaking or whatever like i'm not really scott you know i'm just the guy who does podcasts but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know in a film here and there if i can swing it but uh but yeah it's um we will see in in a week's time or so yeah yeah i wanted to touch Uh,
0: on something before we get off here real quick as did i (laughs) so go ahead with go go with yours i had a friend who posted that uh the blade runner um the blade runner film mirrors a lot of the blade runner trailer 2049 and this bugged me because i'm you're basing like i feel like trailers are made to be nostalgic to get you to go see this movie
1: sure when's the last time
0: most people thought about blade runner or philip k dick right you know like they need something that reminds them of something they saw one, you know, that they haven't seen in a while. So I get, yeah. like, it mirroring it, but my fr- I feel like my friend's post was basically like, oh, I hate if it's just going to be a rehash of the same movie. I think yeah. with the director Dino Villeneuve, I don't think we're going to get the same fucking Blade Runner Ridley Scott made, you know. Yeah. Um, but it kind of bugged me, because I'm like, you're already judging a movie based off a trailer, because there's hints of, like, I guess, like... Harrison Ford's character holding the gun the same way he does as the character in Blade Runner I was like yeah well of course it's the same fucking character like why would he change the way he holds a gun I mean he's been doing this shit for years chasing replicants he's like he knows what's comfortable but it's like you know you gotta have these reminiscent scenes to get you to go see a movie I mean these trailers aren't made for fans of Blade Runner these trailers are made to get people to go see Blade Runner who's never seen Blade Runner like you want this October movie to do well
1: yeah a whole new generation so like some things are gonna be obviously very reminiscent but I think I think even by having Harrison Ford uh, being like kind of like Harrison Ford kind of like um, he fills the shoes of the what was her name? Sean Young. Uh, He kind of fills the the shoes of that Sean Young character in terms of, you know, your main character and then your investigative, the character being investigated. And I think that's uh, one. I think it's cool because it plays on the nostalgia and turns the tables on 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 Decker. Mm-hmm. um and another obviously it's going to be fairly reminiscent uh to the the first one just because it's set in that universe and mm-hmm. they're going to try and rehash some of those same feelings you got when you watched that first movie um mm-hmm. but you know we've only gotten one trailer and already it's already it sends you it throws you for a loop you know by the end so we know at least at the very least like the details of some of the storytelling aren't going to be exactly the same you know what I mean? But. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it seems like, yeah, it's one thing, you know, it's kind of like me with, with my my Ridley Scott post earlier, which is just this, like, you know, there's a, there's a certain aspect of it when I'm posting something, like, you know, I want people to click on it or pay attention to it because of <laughs> the bold statement that's involved, you know, and I, I tend to retract some of those statements as it comes along or whatever, but, you know, I don't know about your friend's post or anything, but... But I, I agree with you. I think, yeah, you know, it's like you you, you have to kind of have to hit all the different demographics that you think might be interested in this film. And, you know, that just so happens to be a new audience, a new generation of potential fans, and the old ones that are going to want to, you know, take their young ones to it or, like, introduce them to this universe or whatever, like the Philip K. Dick diehard who wants to see, um, you know, what they've done with that material in a 2017 and a movie that's not, you know, directly come from a philip k dick story or whatever i don't know like cyberpunk fans you you know like there's Mm -hmm. massive demographics and we only got like a two and a half minute trailer so i don't know and it just looks so good yeah i just i I think it's like (laughs)
0: yeah i i just think it's like too early to tell anything about it It definitely is it's a very cryptic trailer the teaser is very cryptic i mean they hit the the right thing It's like ryan gossin's in it harrison ford's in it sold yeah, one of the it's things bad.
1: I really loved is near the end that, that confusion on Ryan Gosling's face when he's looking at that book with the pages ripped out because mm-hmm. like some shady shit is going on and it kind of leans into maybe he's a replicant too yeah. and like are, you know, we were all wondering whether or not Decker himself was a replicant and like you mm-hmm. just don't really know and that's why that universe is so so good to dance in because you really just like not only do you question whether or not people around you Mm -hmm. could be a convincing android but also you don't know for a fact that you aren't yourself and i'm just like that confusion in ryan Gosling's eyes i was like that just gets me it tickles me i'm just like i fucking can't wait for this shit man like yeah go ahead
0: oh it's such a good director came out of nowhere it's gonna be great um, great. my favorite scene is jared leto with the eyes birthing that new one happy birthday and then yeah, that scene is so great because I assume he's going to be the new Rutger Hauer. Like, this is the bit right. Ryan Gosling has yeah. to take on.
1: So, yeah. that's going to be interesting to see and, those two because, yeah. like,
0: despite how I feel about Jared Leto's Joker, I think he's a really good actor. And yeah. I know he's not like a good person in real life because he does a lot of shitty things, but does I think he? he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> yeah, he's like not a good dude, I don't think. Like, Ooh, he's like pretty shitty and stuff. So, um <laughs> I mean, maybe he's gotten better, but I remember he- reading a lot of stories of just like like a you know just using women leaving them just like all over the place oh, and yeah you know, just yeah just being kind of shitty towards them and stuff and you know whatever i'm not in his life i don't know but i like watching First him well, in yeah. movies i think he's a really good actor so i'm excited actor. to see him maybe play this like villain or who we i don't even know if he is the villain you know right um just depending on how the story goes but yeah, yeah. it's in good hands i love this director i can't wait i can't wait for his dune movie after this if that's what he gets yeah. to do next and yeah so yeah yeah. I'm excited. What, I don't care what one, my friends say. One thing to
1: say, one thing to say uh, tacked onto the Blade Runner uh, comment is like I enjoyed Ghost in the Shell, but I remember you were, you were saying like, you know, you'd probably won't won't watch it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's just like it is kind of forgettable, you know, it's enjoyable but also kind of forgettable. So I'm hoping, you know, this Blade Runner 2049 is that that next, you know, like if Ghost in the Shell wasn't it, like I hope this this is the next like Cyberpunk. My biggest fear is that um, people know, are going to... cyberpunk film. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> my biggest fear is that like people getting introduced to Ghost in the Shell who just go to see movies because it's the new movie out oh, is going to totally. be like, oh, that's a lot, yeah. like Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, or you know, yeah. oh, like, they just ripped know. off Ghost in I the Shell.
1: and be like, I don't want to have to have those conversations. Like, I don't want to have to me- spend even. any mental energy. I just don't want to hear those comments. I'm like, I don't want to have to turn around and be like, you're dumb because all that's going to come out of my mouth is you're an idiot and I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know i can't i can't describe to you why that's you know like you know it's just too many it's too many sentences that that need not be said um but I it's totally like you just need to give me. them a They're, copy of the oh, original blade like, runner like, oh just back away count to 10 <laughs> yeah um so anyway one thing i wanted briefly before we get out of here is um one thing i wanted to touch on is entertainment weekly uh, i think yesterday or maybe today just broke the news that um a dread judge dread mega city one television series is currently in development um by the executive producers of dread um they're not they haven't said whether or not it's going to be a continuation of of the dread film which is fucking fantastic i know me and Mm matt are huge fans i think everybody on the superhouse crew is probably a huge fan of that film um they haven't said whether or not it's a direct connection to that film or maybe like a, a reboot of it it's going to be a television series and it's going to leave them a lot more room to be creative I think it's fucking fantastic and I hope I mean if anything I hope it's since it's the executive producers it's I hope you know they take what small vision they had for the low budget dread film and really get really have some sway this time to really bring this whole uh, universe to life Megacity 1 like there it seems like they're putting a huge emphasis on that immediately mm-hmm. so there's going to be a lot of adventures to be had in said mega city
0: yeah i mean I, I i'm super excited for it i didn't know it was the guys that were doing it i was hoping it was i didn't read the article yeah. i just usually i see headlines and go yes um yeah I, I think it would be cool that they're calling it mega city one because if they can't get carl urban for an entire season because i know he has like star trek and like you know carl right. urban does big movies you know he's like he's not like a huge name but he's a pretty big name like uh, he gets cast in some in cool shit. yeah and um so I'm sure that guy's pretty busy. So I would like to like, cause I don't think Olivia Thurby, Thur, however you say her last name is going to uh, be doing, I don't think she does very much. So it'd Anderson. be cool to have her as a constant as Anderson, Totally. but then yeah. Dred shows up for like the big moments. And yeah. you know, if they play a smart, if they do like six to eight episodes of mega city one, like you could probably get Carl Urban to come in and do those eight episodes. Right, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I think he loves the character enough, but yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they probably didn't release any info because, you know, they're probably still in negotiations with these people you know
1: yeah exactly and, you know. It, it, it was um where i went down the article it was uh i'm not sure if it's i think it's going in production uh with the bbc maybe is that what i just read i'm not sure it's in it's, it's saying it's in really cool you cut out there for a minute so i didn't what did
0: so you say early...
1: oh sorry um, it's saying it's a, it's still on pretty early sent um, uh, however it is in motion so like whatever the new judge dread television is in development uh, we'll be on top of i think it's great i certainly hope that somehow they find a way to get carl urban in there even if it's a small series they haven't mentioned if it's going to be a um, on a streaming service or anything like that so yeah i guess we'll have to f- we'll have to find out soon
0: but I'm just super exciting, I, you know. If anything, like with like you know, people are getting tired of comic book movies, and a part of me is kind of getting tired of like the MCU and like DC, yeah. just because it's like they're you know MCU better, but it's like I kind of want to see some of these other characters come to life. So if like if i have to go see a a million you know (laughs) captain america movies to get a judge jet series or a new hellboy movie i got i can do that (laughs) you know you you can put that burden on me you can get get my money you know um, (laughs) so um i'll see justice league just to maybe get a new swamp thing or you know like this is why i go see these movies people are like oh why do you want to see another bat i mean i love batman but you know like why would you go see dc now it's like constantly failing you it's like well you know the more you go see this stuff this is why i go see like alien movies like twice or predator films twice even if they're like aren't reviewed well it's because someone at some point is going to make a grand a fucking fantastic predator movie like we just got uh well dude totally forgot his name what's his name shane black's doing fucking the predator dude like yes this is what i've been waiting yeah this is what i've been waiting for you know it's like someone to get shane black yeah so It's like, it's what I'm waiting for, you know, like we will get like, is this Predator movie going to be like my Dark Knight? I mean, it might be, you know, (laughs) it's what I want to have. Yeah,
1: it certainly could be It has the possibility to be. So to like get awesome
0: to get a Judge Dredd show or like even, you know, um, like a small Daredevil series which Marvel's produced, like this is like what I'm kind of in it for, like the the smaller stuff, the off the beaten path kind of movies, you know, like the series that maybe that would
1: be a smart play.
0: So, you know, um, yeah, I'll go see every comic book movie that comes out. If that means that, like, you know, um, someone picks up and does, like, Saga live action or, you yeah. know, um, Paper Girls. Yeah. Smaller
1: stories. Why the yeah.
0: Last Man or something. Like, I mean, yeah. Why the Last Man's a huge story. But, man, like, FX could do that. Netflix, Hulu. Like, yeah,
1: they have the budget definitely. for that.
0: Like, that's why I go see comic book movies because there are a lot of comic book movies that I want to yeah. see more than I want to see a new Batman. You know,
1: reason the reason why comic books work so well is because they're issue by issue, and the reason why Mm -hmm. television works so well is because it's episode by episode. It's kind of like a no-brainer marriage. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No, I totally agree with you.
0: Yeah, so we will see. Yeah, I mean that. Like I said, when we were talking about Hellboy, I was just like, you know, I was I I thought the next Hellboy like incarnation would be a series. You know, like a small limited run, like four or five episodes, maybe animated. You know just the tales yeah. of hellboy or something and i was gonna be fine with that but i'll take a fucking neil marshall fucking horror film yeah man let's do it <laughs> right
1: totally hell yeah right on it's it's getting kind of late uh, I'm dude sleep- we've been talking for a while <laughs> that was good though we had the, uh, this there's a little hangout with maddie and Stefan. um uh what was i gonna say yeah i'm gonna go get a snack and watch some tv before i go to bed i'd um, say
0: you could probably like if oh well i know we're still recording but uh no go ahead i was just gonna say that we could probably like cut up like the alien covenant section just to like release sure. like little I'll, like I'll, I'll tighten it up yeah because i mean i feel like we've talked for like two hours and i was like if we drop a two-hour <laughs> episode and then there's a super yeah. house it's like maybe we should like yeah. cut up our little segments a little bit or something i don't know i yeah. mean once I'm you just, listen I'm to just it gonna,
1: i'm just gonna drop it as like a regular episode but i'm just gonna call it hang out with maddie and Stefan or something like that that's cool yeah i like that um yeah yeah because I, I think I, i've done a couple and Stefan episodes
0: yeah i i, I like it because um <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of shit we got to talk about and like we're such like we know each other so well it's like <laughs> totally, we can just yeah, talk yeah. about this shit and you kind of got to reserve yeah. yourself a little bit on superhouse so it's kind of nice to yeah just that's let what, loose that's what with I was our holding... nerdness. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's why i was holding on to this because i'm like oh we could just keep going and like what let's see what else we can get out of this you know and like you know i don't have to work tomorrow so easy peasy
0: I do but <laughs> I was just like I'm down to talk yeah. I mean I get to go, go home at four so I yeah can take a yeah. nap I'm not
1: yeah and especially but, you know like since we we haven't done legit shit or whatever like getting these times to just like you and me talk about shit is like super nice
0: yeah legit shit is something that I feel like requires yeah. us in person yeah. together
1: yeah it does in the meantime we got Maddie and Stefan totally Here down anytime Here you there. want to
0: talk about our love of Dread, <laughs> yeah. Alien, yeah. Blade Runner, and all that shit. But
1: totally. Well, cool. Well, I'm just gonna end this one here. I'm gonna cool. do a little thing. <clears throat> all right. So that was us chit-chatting about some latest news tidbits, movie shit, aliens and whatnot. Been great. We had a good conversation. Thank you for listening, Superhouse yeah, fans. You. Um, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm ready to go night night. Yeah,
0: I'm sleepy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.